and welcome to the Great Game Debate Podcast, where friends come together to talk about video games and our lives. As always, I'm your host, Caden Barrett Lane, and of course, joining me is the godfather of the debate himself, Jonah Gomez. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing great, man. We had a Nintendo Direct since the last recording, and we got some more of that sweet, sweet Tears of the Kingdom. I'm ready. Uh, I'm really hoping that I'm I'm really hoping that that voice was Matt Mercer. Matt Mercer is Ganon. That'd be so sick, bro. Yeah, I'm confused. I thought they they revealed a banjo kazoo. Oh yeah. Well, it's it's kind of like a collab that they're working with Uh, Rare for crossover. Yeah. So uh, if you look in like really fine text underneath Tears of the Kingdom, it actually says. Nuts and bolts too, which uh, yeah. that's right, that's right. most people most people look at that and they're like, oh come Nut on, nuts and kingdom. bolts. I am a thousand percent more hyped for the game because I still think Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts is the best Banjo Kazooie game. Ouch! <laughs> <laughs> we have a debate on that one. Um, noted nuts and bolts hater and lover of Banjo Kazooie, Stephen <laughs> Bonin up How you doing, buddy? Metroid Prime Remastered. 60 frames, baby! (laughs) 10 glorious hours. Yeah, same. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Yep. I'm glad to see Nintendo is uh, finally respecting and understanding the value of the Metroid franchise. Honestly, um, when they popped that up, though, I was like, not two and three? Right, yeah, I was yeah. just like, yeah, they're too busy making four. They're too busy making four. I guess. Well, I mean, um, Nintendo it's notoriously just doesn't have a huge, crazy backlog, right? So they got to like really be careful. With the games <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Like if five more years, pickings. drip it out. But they idea. do have three versions of Mario Three on the. <laughs> that's true yeah. well before we get too farther in, um, this episode is kind of special because it is the first episode where uh our debate brother mateo from over on the one up podcast will be officially joining us as a permanent co-host yay congratulations how you doing mateo i'm doing good man i've uh i've got a three-day weekend and i have played done zero gaming so far because i've been so busy with other projects but i'm planning to fix that tonight adulting what you got on uh what you got in the chamber for tonight you know, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm gonna see <laughs> what people are up to, and I'm that's gonna decide my uh, where my gaming focus goes. Gotcha. I am such like a multiplayer gaming kind of person. Yeah, yeah social it's gamer. Just, mm-hmm. Love it. All right, and uh, our special guest this week is Mateo's brother from another mother, uh, DJ Joey Fresh, also of the What Up Podcast. How you doing, my man? What's up? What's up? All right. Well, going, pretty good. Pretty good. I hope you all stop by a dojo to train with Ken on your way in because it's time for the icebreaker. That roundhouse kick. <laughs> Pretty close, dude. <laughs> yeah. Um, our icebreaker this week comes in from Discord community member Ardent Idler. The question is What game really needs a remake? Personally, I think it is Mutant League Football. Any of you familiar with Mutant League Football? I've never I'm not played that football one. was great. Okay. If it's the one I'm thinking of, I think it's an old like Nintendo or Genesis era like game. Whoa. All right. I gotta check that one out. If it's that old, it probably doesn't need a remake. I probably would have said <laughs> Metroid Prime trilogy before <laughs> the last week, but you know, dreams come true. Yeah. What are you thinking, Steven? 
Um, man, it's, it's so hard to not think of like something from like yeah the sixty four or PS one era. Yeah, but like there's always so much danger. It's like yeah, everyone could say mm. Ocarina of Time, but like will they do it justice? Or like you know mm. what are they going to do with it? So yeah, so uh, I'm actually thinking along those lines of like I want it doesn't have to be a remake. It could just be a come bring it back like. I want EA to bring back those street titles, but like as like cheaper versions, because obviously probably aren't, people aren't going to go out in droves and pay like, you know, 60 US or 70 US or whatever for like a NBA street or, you know, a FIFA street game or something like that. But like, I think like if it was like a little bit cheaper, it, sure. it could really pop like it. Cause just like arcade, you know, arcade games are just so fun. Like arcade, mm-hmm. you know, you know, football or, you know, basketball games are just dope. Yeah, hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, underserved Metroid. They need to hit us with that $40 Metroid Prime remaster style, you know what I mean? I, I was fully assuming and was yeah, going to be willing same, to pay yeah, $60 yeah. for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so I guess I still lost money on that one. Uh, Doe, you got anything uh, coming to mind for this one? The mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Oh, <laughs> I knew it. Everybody, Eve? <laughs> Yeah, I need that Parasite Eve remake. Uh, I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see what they can do with today's technology with that rat. That rat scene always scared me. The blood's yeah. coming out of his eyes. Yeah, like, disturbing game. Yeah, yeah, body uh, horror. Like uh, all I can say is respect to uh, the band Bring Me the Horizon because they keep on putting like PS One games into the titles of their songs, and like nice. I was literally listening to their song Parasite today. Like mm-hmm. they're showing up. Like they've got a game, uh, a song called Shadow Moses. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they're out here. That's rad. Shadow Moses. <laughs> yeah, I think at, at this point, with like even Legend of Dragoon coming to like the PS Plus thing, I think I think there's hope for all games at this point. So mm-hmm. <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah. Mateo, you got anything you're thinking of? You know, Game I was gonna go remake? with I was gonna go with Vagrant Story. But mm. Doe's Doe's Parasite Eve and Vagrant Story has a really similar combat system to Parasite Eve. So we're not gonna we're not gonna go with Vagrant Story. Okay. Let's right. go with let's go with Chrono Trigger though. I want that two point oh. five like HD yeah. style like yeah. Octopath Traveler. Okay, I love I this. that game would just I love this so much that you said that because this is like you're 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 stepping into Wes's shoes and you're answering the same exact way he would, and I'm a hundred percent there for it. The torch has been passed. The torch has successfully been passed to Mateo. Wes, you can rest in he peace. Would have said now, my my only concern is like the sparkle slider. How was it on? I'm asking Caden. How was it on um, Live Alive? Did, did they? Did they the shimmer like you know the reflections on the water and everything? Oh. Did they dial that down a bit from Octopath because that was it like did a bit not of... seem as egregious. Yeah, it didn't good. stick so out. That, that's the only yeah. thing. I, I think it looks. It. It's so phenomenal how how mm. good those games look. But just that little the shimmer it yeah. was a bit much. And wasn't it um, Triangle Strategy where they added like 360 view to the whole thing? Like, yeah, it I think so. The map in HD two D was insane. Oh, and the rough. few times that you got to actually do the combat in that game (laughs) (laughs) between 40 hours of story 40 hours of story 10 minutes of gameplay what is this metal gear solid (laughs) four you know we we need to do this question in the future but what game needs a demake you you guys ever seen those like game boy demake of Elden ring stuff that people are doing stuff like that bloodborne psx yeah yeah that'd be rad that was rad 
Um, Jonah, you got anything comes to mind? For uh, so me? I've got I've got two, and the first one is the best Mario Kart ever made needs a remake, or it just needs to be Mario Kart Nine, which is Steven's Double Dash. <laughs> Double Dash is hands you down. You cannot jump. You cannot jump. It sucks. What? And that's the point of the remake. You, you have functionality. Because because there's two people in the cart. You can't jump. You can only drift. You can't jump and then drift. I, I hate it so much. How would two people possibly be able to jump at the same time? Coordinate Steven? yourselves. Coordinate. It's a Mario game. The laws of physics don't apply. It is the best Mario or Mario Kart, hands down. I love Double Dash, but my second game and my my true answer, not just trying to troll Steven is we need a proper third-person remake of Resident Evil. OG Resident Evil. Yes. They, need to, they need to remake it do. in the way that they've done two, three, and four. Engine. Put it in the I, RE I, engine. I'm sorry, all I you don't... stinkers out there I that are like... I respect that, but uh -oh. the camera angles are something special, though. See no, when you when you no, say I respect that, but it just it, it takes that respect. <laughs> and just, I don't respect anything you actually say. So <laughs> yeah. It's irritating when you keep walking back and forth between the camera cut. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. You about to say something, Dave? There's some magic there with there the is camera magic. cuts and stuff. Yeah. Um, the one thing I would say is that I still love Resident Evil Two PlayStation One more than Resident Hell Evil yeah. Two Remake. I just changed too much for me. And okay. I don't know, the RE2 original still has like a special place. Joey, you meant to say there was magic there. No longer there, my friend. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. <laughs> All right, I guess we need to have well, the, the debate uh, already started. Sorry, I'm feeling extra <laughs> spicy today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'm, uh, I'm with you. Uh, can they give us a remake yeah. of Last of Us remake? Like the Last of Us Part 1 remake? I want a remake of that. I need Last of Us 1.5, please. Yeah, VR. I want the uh, um, Pe Pedro Pascal skin. I want yes. the Kingdom Hearts treatment, but with Last of Us. <laughs> that would be hilarious. They need to do, um, like... Uh, theater rhythm, but for uh, Last of, of Us. Us. What was the one? Melody of Memory for Kingdom Hearts? <laughs> <laughs> Just like sad as hell musical. <laughs> yeah. And, 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 like, you, you, you're scrounging for, for ammo on the beat. Yeah, yeah. But it's still a little <laughs> cheaty, guys. I feel like a, right. a remake of Returnal could work. Oh. Yeah, I think that could work. Yeah. Would it be like a side-scroll Metrovania or like top-down? I well, would. Be... It would have to go Metroidvania, like yeah. Me, yeah. Like, uh, but it'd be it had contra Metroidvania. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Man, that sounds rad, actually. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks for the question, Art Nidler. Uh, with that, we'll move right along to our little interviews, so everybody can get to know you a little better, Doey. Uh, I guess we've kind of already in our interview with Matteo, and he was on as a guest. Uh, heard the legend of the inception of One Up Podcast, but um, is there anything uh, special about your history of What Up Pod that you really want to shout out? Man, the the show is like it means so much to me because mm -hmm. uh, it was like the first time I was able to watch myself and then kind of like see myself from a different okay. angle and give it gave me like a new perspective. And um, I needed it because it kind of gave me a boost in my like in my everyday. I kind of was like able to see myself 
Um, That's interesting. Yeah. We started out as like a video gaming thing, but the one up thing mm-hmm. kind of took its own moniker and we're like, it's about like evolving. It's about like nice. bringing yourself up. It's about changing um, for the better. And um, I love that we just took something and kind of remixed it. It was like my whole thing with DJing is I took music and I slowed it down and I chopped it up and I added some scratches to it. And it was just a remix of the original thing. So it's kind of like what I've been doing my entire life. Um, and then just being able to hang out with my friends. I've known Mateo since I was 12 years old, 13 years Man, old. And that's I was wild. Long, um, a long time. <laughs> I joined yeah. a Counter-Strike server. <laughs> That it was wild, all right. This is a wild time on the internet, wild yeah. time just in general. Um, and yeah, I've known him ever since, and I know the guys down in Texas. Um, and then Tony and Pucho, I've known since Pucho. Uh, Tony, I, I met in sixth grade, and then Pucho, I met in seventh grade. So once again, like I, I get to chill with my best friends every week, and yeah, you know, we get to create content and laugh like little kids like back when i was in middle school and it feels good um yeah it's honestly it's been a it's hard it's one of the hardest things because yeah i know you guys are um, serious with editing and stuff doing uh working with your friends and even scheduling and Mm -hmm. there's a lot that goes into it and it's just it's has tested our our friendships that's 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 the thing you're like you're a very no holds barred podcast in that you you delve into some serious as well as like you know fun stuff as well but yes definitely it's a it's it's a good thing like it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time we talk we definitely talk like some serious topics but sometimes when you're talking serious topics with friends just like in real life those arguments don't end the second the camera stops rolling. Yeah. There's, you know, arguments for the, you know, a few days afterwards. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, go ahead. Well, uh, I was going to say then, um, just in case uh, any listeners didn't listen to our episode with Mateo or have not heard of the one of podcast, did you want to give a quick, like, uh, elevator pitch, you know, kind of like the content you guys produce? We are a variety podcast. We will give you three different uh, topics per week. Uh, One of them is going to be topical. We recently found out that there is a sovereign citizen pool of people that people that hate sovereign citizens and then people that hate police. Uh, I saw your clip on that. Yep. (laughs) We jumped into, yeah, we jumped into that pool. Um, We will give you, you know, a little bit of a piece of life. Uh, It's mainly been uh we started like i said we started out with video games we kind of morphed mm-hmm. into this just um men's health we'll do men's health talk about sure, what's yeah. our favorite condoms and it's, it's, <laughs> um, i would say it's changed and it's still continuing to change we do some mm-hmm. music reviews oh so yeah. right now we're pretty much doing a lot and seeing what sticks and what doesn't so you'll get a nice variety when you're coming yeah, yeah. To, to see a one-up. You're always going to get something different, and I think that's really what works for us. For if sure. you want to get awesome. really toxic on some Nas reviews, jump in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> through well, through uh... our journey, we found these pockets of like fanatics and Nas fans or like no other people on this earth. They're they... out there. <laughs> They hate watch. 
They'll watch your entire video, but criticize every... And they'll just keep, oh, when this guy said this, what an idiot. He doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> These guys are taking notes the entire time they're watching. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Wow, you guys got a, a fantastic fan base. Yeah. We, uh, um, we, got, we got some hate watchers. We got some some really fun fans. I mean, Steven might be our number one fan. That dude, This dude down here is commenting on every video. <laughs> Um, yeah, so Diva, I kind of want to open the floor to you because I know you're like a huge fan of One Up. Are there any burning yeah, questions? Yeah, definitely. Have um, I because I ha I have watched probably half of your catalog because I came in around the fiftieth episode or something like that. Um, I definitely want to know about like your history with DJing because I haven't really heard too much about it and like the whole like uh sort of uh, idea and like community around CNS or chop chopping and chopping and scratching. because yeah. um, I don't know much about it. So chopped and screwed, screwed and chopped, um, or like the base, the basis of it was a guy named DJ Screw. He took music. He was based out of Houston, Texas. He took music, slowed it down, but like really slow. And then like he would add a lot of scratches on it. And he'd do this thing where he'd chop the song and nobody, he kind of invented the chop and he also invented, you know, you, you can't invent slowing something down, but he did kind of invent the um slowing hip hop songs down, slowing R and B songs down and like mixing them together and stuff. So off of that, when he passed away in like two thousand and one, it was huge in like the hip hop world. I was already down south in Florida by then. So I felt that wave of like I was like, okay, so this person died, started to look into the style of music. My father was a house DJ. Uh, so I already saw my dad DJing when I was a kid. Um, and when I did end up getting my first CDJs, the Pioneer CDJs, um, I needed, I was looking for like inspiration, like what to do. I was really scared. I had like these two <laughs> turntables and I didn't know what to do with them. I didn't know how to mix music. I didn't know how to do anything. So I was super scared. And um, I latched on to the things that I knew. And I was like, hey, let me try this chopped and screwed the screwed and chopped music out because this felt like a cool way of remixing your favorite music and that's how i got into that and that was um 2005 or 2006 i started um i started to do little house parties and stuff oh, like yeah. that i made my youtube page uh Several of the videos on there have gotten like over a million views. Oh, nice. like, I was doing Whoa. pretty, yeah, I was doing pretty good. Um, it's all like 10 years ago and stuff like that, but mm. I um, was getting too many strikes and I was uh. scared of putting up more music because I yeah. was like, man, if I get too many strikes, they're just gonna take me out. So yeah. I had to yeah. kind of like slow down on that. And then I started my SoundCloud page, and then SoundCloud, first of many, keep, yeah, <laughs> <So> <laughs> I would delete me and. You can catch me on SoundCloud on DJ Doey Fresh. Um, you can hey. see all my old stuff on YouTube at DJ so, Doey Fresh. Take a look at a take a look at the track. Forget. I thought yeah. they could like post mixtapes and stuff on SoundCloud, or do they also have a strike policy and stuff? I didn't know that. The the, the copyright. Uh, there are what there's like these farms that like mm. um. I just checking big these big uh what is it? Who are the big ones? Um, Empire, uh, you got all the big names, Sony, you'll see a lot of these people, they'll just have like these places that look for their music 
and then copyright strike it. Yeah. And you'll get it. Even with the remix, it doesn't matter. If you take one song and try to create something else with it, if they're like... it was, There was even this song um, that I did from Jasmine Sullivan. I loved it so much. It was like an R&B, vibey song. And it got hundreds of thousands of views. They deleted my SoundCloud. I tried to put it back up. They would not let me put that song back <laughs> oh, up. And God. I was like, I kind of made man. it kind of made it popping again like five or six years after it came out <laughs> and i'm like it's me they that's why they they took it down because of me like, <laughs> and again i don't i i don't understand like i guess the monetization of soundcloud are you were you getting like listen cents out of it i was getting no no money uh, yeah, I've so never really then, made money that's so weird this. that they would strike something yeah, that is technically them, even care? a cover yeah. You know, if you're mm-hmm. chopping and, and, and screwing it that much, it becomes almost a cover of the song. Its own thing. It becomes its own thing. Um, and you're not making I, money off it, so it's, it, it should be. It's probably fair use. because of the potential to make money off of it. That's yeah. probably why. I guess if you're not um, clearing, because you technically should clear the song. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that, but it's yeah. never stopped me from DJing. I still DJ to this day. Yep. Still put out music. Awesome. Um, yeah. yeah. I'm a big I'm a big Eat fan, as Steve mm-hmm. likes. Steve likes <laughs> to, you, know, you know some of my eclectic music tastes. That know? is definitely uh, eclectic, yeah. <laughs> what was it? Variety. Something about oranges in my village. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's a bopper. <laughs> uh. Well, that's sick, dude. I don't think I've ever met a real dj you know i've I've met people that like put a playlist on their you know ipad and go and to think they're or whatever a DJ but... they, they know <laughs> yeah. how to use crossfade what do you yeah, mean just, like go like this and hit and like play and pause <laughs> yeah. you know? we had uh we had matt storm on his uh his handle dj stormageddon that was like his actual uh dj handle and name that he'd oh, use when he'd go yeah, dj okay. wow. we apologize yeah. matt we'll have to get amongst it yeah we'll have a yeah. dj debate between matt and doey DJ debate. Yeah, that'd be cool, yeah. especially yeah. if he could, if he wants to do like vinyl versus CDs Ooh, and something like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, because that's a huge debate. Purists like versus DJ newcomers. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yep. Like that. Yeah. Very interesting. Very cool. Are you still Not doing any? All... Are you still oh, doing no, any of the live streams, Doey? Uh, I know. Really, I know you used to do recently. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I I do them sometimes. I like um, I've gotten. My brain works in two ways. When I'm recording music, I'm really just trying to record a good track. When you add like the live stream element, I'm like, I'm not used to people watching me while I record. So I, get, yeah. I get nervous. Yeah. It's yeah, like sure. it's like when people were viewing the protons and they act differently when they were viewing them. Was, <laughs> oh my not. god. That's just the way it felt. It felt like just because I was online, I was like, why am I not into this like the way I usually am? Maybe it's because maybe it's because you gotta go into a different mindset. Cause like you're going into your yes. creative mindset instead of your like performance mindset, you know? Mm-hmm. So no, yeah, I agree. Um, so yeah, Mateo and Doey, uh, do you want to drop some social media info and links for where people can find your content? Yeah. Uh, YouTube, uh, the one up podcast, uh, Twitter at the one up, uh, one up pod is on a Twitter, Doey 309 Twitter. Mateo is a twit on Twitter. We got Pucho <laughs> DR on Twitter and then Tony tone five, six, one on Twitter as well. And oh, yeah, what about your, better. um, your live streams? What, what, what were you on? 
on Twitch uh, or whatever? I, I am. You can catch my live streams on YouTube at DJ Doey Fresh. Also, I mean, sometimes I'll do Facebook. I'll rotate to see where I'll get, like, the best amount of views. Um, right. I'm, I also have a Twitch TV, Doey309. Um, if as long as you stick to the Doey three hundred nine or Doey Fresh, or you'll find, find you. me on Google. Yeah, you'll find mm -hmm. all the places I've been. All right, very cool. Well, yeah. with that, I will turn things over to Jonah for the debate. All right, welcome back to the debate. We have a uh, portable debate this evening. Uh, one might say even a handheld debate with our friend Doey versus Steven and the ultimate PS Vita versus D Nintendo DS debate with Doey representing the PS Vita and Steven representing the DS. We will also have two assist trophies, both Mateo and Caden helping these two lads out. We'll start with our two minute opener. Then we'll go to the two-minute rebuttal and then close out with the two-minute closing thoughts. Uh, Doey, you'll have 30 seconds at any point to call, or you'll get an additional 30 seconds with your assist trophy that you can call on at any point. And as our guest, would you like to open the debate or close it out? I'll close it out. Closing it out. All right, Steven. You've got two yep. minutes on the clock, my friend. Whew. Let's get started. Three, two, right. one, debate. The DS has Chrono Trigger. Thanks for your vote, Mateo. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but seriously. Um, man, the DS, oh my god, what what a history of this console. It's It, it, it started out as like, uh, we're not 100% sure about it, but man, the games speak for themselves talking about as i said chrono trigger we're talking about having some absolutely phenomenal castlevania games on here we've got a crazy metroid game that is in 3d on this 2d like system it's just wild what they did um pokemon heart gold and soul silver po possibly the greatest pokemon game like ever made like with gorgeous gorgeous sprite visuals and like you obviously having every pokemon in the whole game follow you was just insane the just the sheer variety of adding the stylus to a system and having face buttons but also having just this new way of controlling um a video game was just so unique so not only did you get puzzle games that just weren't really doable before like professor layton because you're actually drawing on the screen but also thinking of the the ds zelda games and being able to draw on your map and it's something that i just wish seconds. more games had like my god being able to draw on your map in um phantom hourglass was just absolutely amazing because you could remember where secrets were um the battery life on the system was phenomenal and yeah as i said the just the sheer girth of games just uh, never been seen again mm. all right leaving 10 yep. seconds on the table what an opener steven nicely done very nicely done i, I thought like it was that. just gonna be a list of games i'm impressed yeah honestly. no it's a very good opener <laughs> yeah. very nice all right doey we got your opening thoughts three 
two, one, debate. Got a little bit of stage fright. <laughs> it's all good. The PS Vita. <laughs> Sony's icon or biggest failure. What is it? <laughs> you know, the PS Vita has a lot uh, in common with the DS in that it can go back three generations. You got the PS1 games. You got Sly Cooper in the Jax games. You got PS2 games on Vita. And you got PSP games. So just like you can go back three generations on the DS, you can go back three generations on the Vita as well. So notoriously, big failure. Big failure for, for Sony. But I believe if the Vita wasn't there to fail, we wouldn't have got a Switch. We wouldn't have gotten a Steam Deck. We wouldn't have gotten any of the things that you have now. You, we could almost call our beloved Jesus Christ, the PlayStation Vita, okay? <laughs> he is, he had to fall for the everyone to rise. The blood of the Vita is in every handheld till this day, okay? Um, and I cannot wait to prove this to all of you guys, okay? okay. I uh, I give my time. Sir. Ooh, leaving 30 seconds exactly on the table. Bring it up, JC. This is, this is big swings. Big swings, yeah. Who knew? I know. The PS Vita stood for Jesus Christ. <laughs> What do y'all think you consume for communion in the in the church? <laughs> Battery acid. Just chomping down on Vita chips. All right. Oh, now let's go into the uh, rebuttal phase. Steven, you've got two minutes on the clock. Three, two, one, debate. So I do like that you brought up it. it, it is a bit of a way back machine. So I'm just curious, like, you didn't bring up Vita games. Is that because maybe mm. there are no good Vita games? Mm. Let's see. Um, but yeah, the other thing I love to do, that one of the greatest things about handheld gaming was just obviously being portable. And, you know, like, even from the inception of the Game Boy was, you know, having a, having a battery in some of your cartridges so you could save your games. So, like, I can just, you know, put a SD card into the Vita again. Yeah, I can just save my games. Oh, no, no, I can't. I, oh, I have to buy proprietary Sony save cards, and, like, that's the only way I could do it, and they cost, like, ridiculous amounts of money to save almost no data. Sweet, sweet, I like that. Um, what else about the Vita? Yeah, obviously, you said it's backwards compatible to the PSP, so I can just put my UMD in, can I? Just like the, just like the DS, how I can just, like, plug my GBA in? No, can't. Oh, right, I have to... Buy them again. Damn, that's uh, unfortunate. But you know, that's fine. Um, I don't really have too much barbs that I could throw at it because, just like yeah, John Ham in uh, Mad Men, I I don't think about you at all. Mm. Ooh, ooh. Um, so I'm just gonna cede the rest of my time and throw it over to pop my assist trophy with Mateo to come in. All right, thirty seconds oh. exactly. Let's go. So let's uh, let's talk about the PlayStation Vita a little bit because the PlayStation Vita is this console that came out with just potential, right? It was it was powerful, but it didn't deliver on any of it. 
if we, if we were rating this on pure potential, the Vita wins. But it had seconds. half the catalog had half the catalog of the of the DS. Um, they didn't make a new Potapon for the PS Vita, and that's a big miss. That's that's a huge miss. But the best thing I can say about the Vita is that you can just go down and you can find one anytime you want at your local garbage dump. Time. Ooh. They're everywhere. Oh yeah, right, right next to AT. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Joey, so you got two minutes on the clock for your rebuttal. Three, two, one, debate. The PS Vita in 2023. If you guys have a PS Vita Slim, if there's dozens of us out there, okay? If any of you guys have a PS Vita Slim or the original, it's a little harder with the original one. You can get Vita Homebrew in 10 minutes on there. All you have to do is visit a website and it'll download everything on there and you can jailbreak it immediately. You don't have to attach yourself to any store. Um, and then you can play basically any PS1 game, PS2, Vita, PSP, that you would like. Um, also, it fixes the proprietary cards, which were f trash. I gotta be, I don't know what they were thinking. F***ing garbage. Sorry for cursing. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's I, all good. I knew it was gonna happen somewhere. I'm sorry. Um, so I agree. Uh, but the PSP, the PS Vita in 2023, I think is a better buy because of this. Um, you could stick a 250 gigabyte card in there and then forget about ever Sony ever screwing us over like that, you know? Um, I think the PS Vita in 2023, you, you have not so many great PS Vita games, right? I could say I love myself some Katamari. So I can say that's one of my highlights. You got the mercenaries. You got um, you got uh, some Metal Gears on there. You got some Eve's games. Thirty seconds. You got a lot of a lot of story uh, games on there. I don't really like them that much, but a lot of people are like hard on for them. Um, <laughs> and the greatest game of all time, The Binding of Isaac, is there and platinumable. Okay, you can platinum games on your PS Vita. And that was a big one for me. Give me major chubs. <laughs> uh, and I'm gonna ask for my my uh, assist over here from Caden. All right, Caden, you got 30 seconds. Let's go. All right, let's talk about the ergonomics of the original DS. Chunky, heavy tank. The reason I have carpal tunnel on my right wrist is because I've been jerking off my whole life. But the reason I have carpal tunnel on my left wrist is from holding the freaking DS up with one hand while trying to use the, the touchpad with the stylus. It's ridiculous. Um, meanwhile, you look at the PS Vita Slim. Oh, just smooth, space age, futuristic, light. Love it. Oh man, <laughs> I was not ready for that. <laughs> that was definitely that was a good assist. Oh, that was a very good assist. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Stephen. All right. All right, Stephen. You've got two minutes on the clock for your closing thoughts. Three, two, one, debate. All right, I really want to deep dive into just a couple games and. One of the best things about the DS is how wild everyone got from like, you know, Ace Attorney and 999 and all these crazy, amazing games. But not only that, the DS has some of the greatest and most inventive 
licensed games. And I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z. There are two amazing Dragon Ball games on the DS. One being Attack of the Saiyans, which came out really late in the lifetime of it. And it's a party-based, like, Final Fantasy-esque, Chrono Trigger-esque, um, you know, RPG. Three, three party members at a time going in, doing combos from the show. Just absolutely phenomenal. You, you're going through the whole Saiyan arc up to fighting Vegeta. But you could also, as just re regular Saiyans, also fight um, Super Saiyan 2 Broly as well as like a secret boss fight. It is absolutely impeccable because you get to go around the world, fly around the world and collect the Dragon Balls as like a side quest. It's just incredible. But then also, thinking about the DS and its and its ergonomics and, and its stylus, there was Dragon Ball Origins, which follows the first few seasons of Dragon Ball. And it's so dope. It's an action RPG where you're in um, combat encounters and say, like, you're fighting Android 8 in the Red Ribbon Army saga. And you look, do the Kamehameha on the touch screen by, by pressing a button and, and he starts to charge up seconds. and you have to hold the letters to ka me ha me ha and you have to press all the buttons and it, and it builds up like it keeps going like that so like if you get the car at the highest point then it's going to be the strongest version of the Kamehameha and it's just so satisfying it can't be done on any other system because it's so integral to that stylus and like that that, that is why the DS is so cool because it utilized its gimmick better than any other gimmick in gaming. Time. Alright, Dowie. Alright, Dowie. Yeah. You got two minutes. Are you ready, sir? Let's close. Uh, I think you might, your mic might be muted. Thank you. Yep. Sorry. Yes, I'm ready. You got two minutes <laughs> on the you. clock. Three, two, one, debate. To counter his Dragon Ball Z love, we got two different, I think maybe one or two different Dragon Ball games on the Vita. Come check us out. Um, also, I want to take you guys on a journey, a journey to the past. And I just want to name some of these amazing playable titles on the PlayStation Vita. Uh, first of all, Gex, enter the gecko, excuse me, greatest game <laughs> of all time, right? Although there may be some references that are not acceptable in 2023 in that game. Uh, we got Intelligent Cube. You ever wanted to get more smart playing a PlayStation game? Intelligent Cube. Okay? Twisted Metal 2, my guys. Okay? Twisted Metal 2. That's all I have to say. Sweet Tooth. Dark Tooth. Axel. <laughs> the wheel. Uh, Dino Crisis 2. Dino Crisis 2? Have you guys ever played that game? It's amazing. Go check it out. Okay? Sukaden 2! <laughs> Alright? I'm gonna, there's a lot of twos in here. Alright? But Sukaden 2 is a good one. We got Silent Hill. Incredible game. Masterfully done. Um, What else do we have here? We have... What are the PSP games? We got uh, Pat Patapon, Patapon. Um, Thirty and seconds. I think that's gonna be it. I'm gonna cede my time. All I right. just wanted to take you guys back on a journey. Excellent. <laughs> Leaving that thirty seconds on the on the clock. Yeah. Oh man, this is uh this was a, a fun, a fun debate. I like this. We like the like the handhelds themselves. We went places. Uh, and uh, 
I guess starting off uh, with the votes, we'll go to you, Caden. Um, what, oh what's your vote? <laughs> I I feel uh, a lot of respect for Doey because he's coming in here with an uphill battle, a martyr. I've never even played <laughs> the Tiazita. Gotta say, unfortunately, he did not change my opinion. <laughs> I'm still gonna vote for the TS. <laughs> it's just hard when it's like you're trying to come up with points for the Vita, and you're like, "We got Pat upon." Thirty <laughs> second. <laughs> yeah, I but it, said it, Final it, Fantasy X or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that would have appealed more to me. But no, no, it's <laughs> it's just one of those things, you know. Like I, I've never had a, a Vita, and it it doesn't sound particularly exciting to me but it's just i haven't experienced the magic yet myself so the jailbreak thing does sound pretty rad mm-hmm. so uh just uh real quick we don't condone breaking uh jailbreaking any hardware or um you know uh illegally using emulators on the great game debate um definitely but if you don't... find one that's jailbroken yeah if you happen yeah, to find one i mean on good, good good for you you get to play all these cool games but i mean i i, I yeah piracy is bad <laughs> so anyway uh, you wouldn't download a car <laughs> <laughs> all right mateo we'll move over to you get your vote I would download a car. Oh wait, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, go for the go for the Nintendo DS. <laughs> I've got to stay true to form. I uh, I'm very adamantly a, a Vita hater on the One Up podcast. Uh, Greg Miller has yelled at me for that exact reason. <laughs> uh, I've got to, I've got to go with the DS. I can't change form at this point. I'm sorry, Doey. Doey, as much as I loved your your rebuttal. And just that whole section, you, you really brought it, and I loved it. I'm. You didn't take me back to the time when I had the opportunity to play Avita. But Steven brought me back to the time when I actually did play a DS. And so my vote's going to be going to him. But did you ever play Avita, Jonah? No. That, okay. That's why I said Maybe the opportunity. The opportunity to play one. It was offered one really time, bad. and I was like, nah, I'm okay. I feel really bad because I've I've been, like, I loved playing my PS1 games and stuff on my PS3. And then the idea of the Vita being able to do that and playing on PS1 games and PS2 games, I was like, oh, man, that's so good. And then I'd look at the price, and i go, ooh, it's just, just a little steep. Whereas, like, I, I, you know, wholeheartedly, other than I did a 3DS XL for Pokemon Moon or something, I've only bought secondhand DSs and 3DSs and and stuff like that because you can just walk into like a pawn shop and they're like $95 or like yeah. 60 bucks, whatever it is. And it's just like, hell yeah, I'll pick that up. Whereas for some reason, the PSP, even at like resale, just never dropped just like far enough for me to go, yep, instantly buy mm-hmm. that, yeah. So Honestly, I just, though, again, I never had that experience. I, I, I feel like not only was it like a very weighed debate but i i feel like uh, i tried to go i try to go into these debates with the least amount of bias but i really have no opinion on the vita either way whereas the ds was my childhood 
Mm-hmm. I mean, the feature set of the of the Vita is it seems awesome. Like, yeah. you can they have the the PS4 remote play capability, which I'm surprised you didn't go into. Like, yeah, I got, mm. that totally blanked my I blanked there at the end. Yeah, there's <laughs> always there, yeah. there's always a heap of that. Like, or the the yeah. OLED screen too. That mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was pretty revolutionary at the time because mm-hmm. those things. And honestly, that's probably why it cost them so much, was because that was mm, tech. Sure. Yeah. I feel like it, you could also bring up like a bully could quite easily just break your freaking DS. Like if you just yeah. like flip the, the yeah, the it doesn't the have case, that like like you know everlasting physique yeah. like a Nintendo sixty four or GameCube. You know, you just yeah. snap that thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think uh, what has been revealed is what everyone expected. We're all uh, just completely basic, and Doey is a man of culture that we should all aspire to be. Facts. So. Humanitarian. Facts. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Right, no prize winner. He likes he likes rubbing the his his fingers on the back of his uh handhelds. I do. Don't oh, you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh all right. With that and with that, that's the end of our debate. But if you would like to vote for this debate, you can go into the Cast Your Votes channel. We will have the vote up the day this releases. And speaking of voting. Let's go into last week's debate votes. We had Eli Farmer representing New Game Plus versus Hayden Barthay Lane representing post-game content. I haven't looked. Winning by two points. Ooh. Was New Game Plus. Congratulations, Ooh. Eli. Oh. Dang. <laughs> wow, that is dang. But yeah, when when you bring up like Resident Evil, that is such a good point. Yeah, like um, here here in the dub, it was incredible. Yeah, debate and uh, solid episode too. Oh yeah, and with that, that's the debate. We'll go on into the pitch. All right, gentlemen, it is now time for the pitch wherein a few of us panelists will do a two-minute elevator pitch for a mystery game, and the rest of the panelists will decide if they'll buy the game based on the pitch. Um, I guess I will be first up to the pitcher's mound, if you would like to count me down, Jonah. Yes, sir. We got two minutes on the clock. Three, two, one, pitch. All right, this is a... A new. This is a modern classic I've been playing. Tell me if this doesn't sound familiar. I'm sure there's already many, many of you who are fans of this kind of game. You play a uh, cute short character clad in green, a hero that adventures across the land. It's an open world. Um, <laughs> you have a, uh, a sword and a shield. You first get uh, a wooden sword and a wooden shield, and you have to you have to find upgraded weapons as, as you adventure across the open world. Uh, there's a uh, climbing system that allows you to literally climb anything in the open world, and uh, it's governed by a stamina mechanic. So you have to think uh, smartly about what points you climb to before your stamina runs out if you want to reach the tippy top. And uh, what better way to ex- fully explore an open world once you climb to the top of the tallest mountain than uh, a paraglider? And you, you can you can glide from anywhere to anywhere in the game world once you reach reach the tallest peak. Um, there are uh, citizens of the game world sprinkled throughout the map that require your assistance uh, with quests. Um, you'll you'll earn rewards 
Um, there's even bomb bowling in this game. There's physics-based bomb that you can roll down a hill and uh, explode uh, enemies, shall we say. Um, what else? Uh, there is actually a grapple hook-like mechanic in this game uh, with almost like Spider-Man-like mechanics seconds. where you, you can grapple to one spot and swing, you know, jump off your grapple hook, fly through the air, grapple onto another another spot, very Spider-Man-like style. Um, Language. Yeah, what am I missing here? Uh, there is shield surfing, and the shield surfing extends into the uh, the Great Sea itself. You can skip like a stone on your shield as you, you you skip over the surface of the ocean at high speed on your shield. It's incredible. Time. Damn. All right. Now, I've just got one question before we vote because um, mm. you, you went into a lot of the mechanics which sound phenomenal I'm just wondering does this ha game have any like writing or anything or story mm. at all yeah uh, the writing I'd say is actually probably one of the highlights of the game it's a very uh, heartfelt relatable story um, with great characterization of all the NPCs that just have like absolutely hilarious uh, writing and uh, yeah, I mean the, the the writing is is great. So uh, in addition to just the raw gameplay being fun as hell, you're also getting a great story. Hell yeah, very nice. Are there any things that you could do in this game besides like the main story or the main like bulk of it? Is there like a card game inside of it? Um, there are not mini games per se, but there are side objectives that are optional. For example, there's a character that, uh, when you find them, will allow you to purchase a magical item that increases your stamina meter. And when you find them, they like disappear in a puff of smoke, and it's like hide and seek. You have to find like places where they're hidden on the map, and then you can keep buying items that give you more and more stamina, so you can climb for longer, stuff like that. So you said there was a. I, I know we aren't supposed to really ask questions but uh you said there's uh you, you said there was a sword and shield what's the combat like in this game what are you fighting um so your character kind of wobbles left to right like they have two <laughs> peg legs and they kind of swing their sword left and right uh wildly kind of like the animation of link and power sword when you're using the motion control and uh, the enemies are literally just uh, pieces of cardboard with drawings on them and marker and crayon and paint. And you just peg leg into these things swinging wildly and they just explode. So, oh, you know, that's nice. basically it. Okay. <laughs> you could also ragdoll into them. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. Dedicated ragdoll button in this game. <laughs> Very nice. I actually really like that mechanic. All right. I'm in. Cool. Uh... I think I'm also in. It sounds like a feel-good game. I've been playing a lot of, like, Dying Light 2 lately, and I just need something that's a little bit lighter and isn't yeah, going to make yeah, me feel yeah. like the world is a mess. Yeah. Uh, I was so in that I told Caden to get in on this game. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What do you think, Dewey? Jumping off top, top of tall things, definitely, I'm in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this game, uh, as you might have guessed, is called, or maybe not, I don't know how much, like, really this game is below. It's called Lil Gator Game. It came out towards the end of last year and, you know, kind of was swept under the rug of goatee discussions because it came out so late. But dang, man, this game is great. Uh, just retroactively like retroactively bought the game, so I already own it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's available on everything. It's like 20 bucks. It'll go on sale. Uh, you can PC and Switch at the moment, I think. 
Oh, okay, my bad. Um, and it's one of those games that, depending on how long, how how, how much you want to complete, like, like if you go for the hundred percent, like you're gonna spend like three to five hours in the game. You know, it's very Zelda Wind Waker inspired, but with Breath of the Wild open world mechanics. But it's condensed. It's jolly. There's no stress. The movement is just super fun. Like you're just gonna have a good time. De-stress between Dead Space remake and Resident Evil Four remake. You know, and Pick the writing up, is just <laughs> so funny. The writing yeah, is top tier. Enough. Like yeah. I'll, I'll give one one quest away because like you just come up to random NPCs and they because they're all in. A, we didn't go over it, but like you're going around this world the of the and, game, and, yeah. and playing. You're larping and everyone's in on it. Well, almost everyone is in on the in in on the game, and you'll just find someone like, "Oh, do you have a quest for me?" He's like, "Oh yeah, quest, uh, quest. Oh, I've got a pencil." And then he just drops it on the ground. He goes, "Can you pick up the pencil for me?" <laughs> it's like, yeah. "Oh, okay." Yeah. And he's like, "Oh no, my hands are slipping." Oh, and he throws the like further away. It's incredible, <laughs> so that, it really. Is. Yeah, and that's and just it, like it, one it, microcosm. It's incredible art direction. It's that timeless style, kind of like it's very similar to like uh, Wind Waker, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker, but has like a rougher, more like pixel aesthetic almost. And um, all of the all of the characters in the game are like anthropomorphized animals, like the main character is an alligator, the magic bracelet salesman's a monkey. Like it's just super charm. Yeah, it so. retroactively makes it into my top five of twenty twenty two. Yeah, Easily. I think so. That's impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. All right. Well, cool. well, let's uh, move on to our next pitch, which I believe be our man Mateo. Ooh. You got two minutes on the clock, my friend. Three, two, one, pitch. So, unlike Caden's game, my game is pure minigame. It is all minigame. You want some like couch co op type experience? Ooh. It supports that. You want to play with your buddies online? and have that couch co-op experience, you can do that. It's it's a game for just turning your brain off. And sometimes we need those. Sometimes we just need a little like break from like the chaos of every day. So in this game, there's basically two things you can do. You can move and you can jump. And that's pretty much it. And it is just a four person chaotic mini game uh, situation. There's so many mini games in this game that I haven't even unlocked all of them yet. Uh, but they, uh, they're all based on this premise of you have to move, you have to tag other people, you have to avoid things. Some combination of those. It's, uh, it's got customization. You can, there's so many skins that you can unlock for your characters. I just turned into a little devil recently. That's a skin I unlocked. A buddy of mine is like this cool like wolf dog with like a backwards like baseball cap. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's goofy. It is, it's a super, super goofy game. Um, on top of that, there, there's the normal minigame chaos that you're going through, right? It's also got this thing, this system built in, though, where every few rounds of the game, there's a little spinny dial that goes around. It chooses someone. They choose a, a new mutator. And the mutators really up the chaos in this game. There's one that turns all the lights off, and all you can see is a tiny seconds. little circle around your character. There's, a, uh, the, there's one that it disables your ability to jump. And it ties your jump to the other players. So every time that one certain <laughs> other player changes directions as far as where they're moving, your character jumps, which makes some of the mini games borderline impossible. That's part of the fun, you know. You gotta you gotta have an equalizer. There's a, it's cheap. They sell it in four packs. You can get all your buddies the the game together. It has become my latest obsession for uh, for my social gaming uh, group. Time. 
This game um, sounds I've got a... fun as hell. Yeah, dude. Yeah, Definitely. I, I I love Mario Party style games. Um, yeah. I guess there's two questions inherent in that. Visuals or like aesthetic and also can you play against CPUs if you don't have your buddies with you? Visuals, uh, it's not like pixel art, but it's definitely like just side scrolly platformer 2D, style. 2D, yep, okay. Yeah, 2D. Um, and yes, you can just do a full, you can, you can play by yourself if you wanted to, I guess. You could just do full AI, but so the AI is really good at some of the, some of the yeah, maps and some of the mini are. games. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think I even have any idea what this game is, so I'm surprised uh, to hear of it because it sounds just super fun. It gives me like WarioWare type vibes. Uh, yeah, I think, I think I'm in, especially if you can buy a four pack to give to your friends. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I like the idea, especially like it could be a good. Uh, if, if everyone had it downloaded on the GGD server and stuff, we could just jump yeah. into it for Stop a quick in. game. Hell yeah. It'd be so good for that. You, you can do this super, super short rounds. Doey, <laughs> mm -hmm. how are you feeling, man? I'm super in. I love mini game video type video games. Mm -hmm. I love Fusion Frenzy on the Xbox. Stuff like that. <laughs> I love mini yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm super in. Heck yeah. All right, Mateo, what is this game? The game is called Move or Die. And actually, like, I didn't want to talk about one of the other mechanics in the game because it kind of gives away the game a little bit. So the way it works is you have a health bar. And if you don't, every time you're not moving, your health bar just decreases. Oh, really? That's oh so you have to So you have to keep moving the entire time, which makes the game even more, like, chaotic because, you know, you're just uh, dodging blocks that are falling from the ceiling, but the, the stage is getting smaller and smaller as they lock in place. You're just running back and forth so you don't die. Sometimes wow. they just turn into a, a race to see uh, who runs out of space to move first without uh, without losing all their health. That sounds so And if fun. you touch your friends, they also die? Is that, or is it, there's different rules every minigame or? Different rules on minigames. Like they yeah. have uh, one that's like bomb tags. You're bouncing around the stage trying to like tag your buddy and they have a yeah. bomb on their chest that's gonna explode. There's a Can't Tetris one yeah. where blocks fall from the ceiling. Uh, there's this God laser one I just unlocked where everyone gets a turn with this laser that's kind of like moving around the stage. Hell yeah. It's, it's oh, it's crazy. Yeah. I it, I don't know how I never found this game before because it's kind of like a lot of the things that I enjoy. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've been putting some time into it. You said it. You said it was cheap. Uh, how much does it usually go for 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 just one copy of it? For a single copy, I'm not sure because I bought a four pack of it for ten dollars, but it is oh, on wow. sale right now. Oh, okay. gotcha. On Steam, it looks like. 15 bucks, but $40 for the four pack, but that's not on sale. And then this game says it came out in 2016. Where's this wow. hidden gym been hiding this whole time? <laughs> on Steam, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. And are you playing just on Steam with your mates or PlayStation or is it cross play or anything like that? Or I, that I did not research. Yeah. I only, I only know about it through, uh, through Steam. I'm since I'm primarily a PC gamer. Yeah. Cool. An elite. Very cool. <laughs> PC master race. Got my RGB going. I got the whole Ooh. thing, dude. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jenna, you want to invite Doey up to the pictures? Man? No, uh, wait, not Doey. Uh, Steven. Steven. I'm Steven, you got... <laughs> Doey's like, I don't have a game. <laughs> yeah. Steven, you've got two minutes pressure. on the clock, man. Three, two, one, pitch. Um, so this is quite possibly an all-timer like in anyone's list it should be on your in your top 100 this game has some of the greatest level of design in a video game this is 
what you would call a 3D action adventure game, sometimes referred to as a Metroidvania game or a 3D Metroidvania, um, where you are going around and fighting crazy enemies and bosses, learning about the world you're in, and you know, getting more powerful weapons as you go and more traversal options. And this is a game that is now... 21 years old I'm pretty sure um, and it feels like it could have come out this year because it did come out this year <laughs> and it just feels so so good to play uh, and to return to for for returning people um, I was I was concerned about what what the the boiler talk about it would be from newcomers and it has been overwhelmingly positive which has just reinforced my my memories and my own nostalgia for this game um but yeah if you like shooting things if you like discovering crazy cool secrets and 30 seconds for, you know hidden objectives and stuff then this is the game for you if yeah if you like really inventive gameplay and bosses that have that you know Zelda style of you know weak points and and finding out like how to best cheese the boss like this game is for you if you like a game that ramps up in difficulty and really asks something of you by the end this is the game for you so check it out and it's not full price which is pretty rare from the place called Nintendo <laughs> um, well with yeah, that last drop I think we can all guess what this game is but uh, <laughs> I'd like to eventually be in on this game I'm not right now just because my uh like just budget and stuff and I'm saving yeah, for up sure. for Tears of the Kingdom and Resident Evil 4 mm. and stuff and my lighting is wigging out on my camera <laughs> so I look green for some reason. Cool to me, dude. Um, I, I feel like I'm in a rave right now. Yeah, uh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'll eventually be in, just not right now. Uh, I've yeah. never played this game. I've been around this game a lot i've had a lot of friends who have played this game and like just listening to so many people um talk about this game has really gotten me excited for it so eventually i will check it out just not right now oh yeah cool i, uh, yeah. I am i am maybe maybe in on this here's my here's my problem i've actually never played a single metroid game so is this the best entry point to the series for me or do I need to go more old school first and then come back to this one? I like it's hard. <laughs> I choose either game on the Switch, and you're having like a nearly ten out of ten time. The the thing, the difference between the two D Metroid Dread and the game, obviously revealing it, Metroid Prime Remastered, <laughs> is that no Metroid Dread is so fast paced. It is just yeah. like it is a wet dream of movement options in a Metroidvania. So. In some ways, I'd say that, but bet, damn, it's a hard game. I even thought I wasn't going to beat it, and I said to Jonah, I don't even know if I can come to Game Club because I just can't beat this final boss. And he's like, oh, just just keep keep trying, dude. And I had to chuck it on the TV because I always play handheld, and I'm like, no, I just need proper control. I need need the uh, the Switch Pro controller to beat this final boss, and I finally did it. And it was just like <laughs> elation. And then I ended up beating it on my son's Switch Lite with like the worst possible control scheme oh to, to beat it. And like... Um, but yeah, so Dread is amazing, but so hard. But Metroid Prime is amazing, but it's just that smidgen slower. But it's still fast, like compared to like Halo Combat Evolved, which is so slow when Super you're trying to play it these days. 
it's not that slow and you've got speed yeah, gotcha. options and and double jumps and all this good stuff um yeah it's it's a great entry point yeah i would say that's not even the point you know in metroid prime it's more of like the feeling of like unraveling a puzzle box oh, yeah. layer by layer you know yeah. it's not about going fast um yeah and i the, think the aesthetics are top tier <laughs> yeah I, I think if you're more like for speed and action go dread but if you're looking for that experience of unraveling a puzzle and the vibes and atmosphere i'd go prime has like yeah. one of the best atmospheres yeah of like any game ever Definitely. like the soundtrack it, 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 is incredible knowing that you're a symphony night lover i'd say yes. even though metro dreads 2d prime has more vibes like symphony night than um dread does okay mm -hmm. yeah I'm, I'm i'm sold uh i need to pick that one up here soon cool I think we haven't heard from Abdo yet. What are your What are your feelings I'm on Metro Prime? Super, yeah, I'm super sold. I love that game. Hell super yeah. nostalgia. Oh hell yeah! Okay. Vibes with the GameCube. You already know. Yeah, I, we need more GameCube games. Hell yeah. Have you picked definitely. it? Have you picked it up yet, Doey? That seems like one you would have picked up like day of. No, no, no. But I um, I definitely have played it and I've loved it and I seen what mm -hmm. the remaster looks like and I'm very like excited. Yeah. Yeah, one of the, probably best one game of the on Switch few games on the Switch that you can play at 60 frames. Yeah. Right. And it's a yeah. solid 60 frames, too. It's like yeah. locked. Yeah, it doesn't look right. Yeah. No, it looks That's really nice. good. Um, yeah, I think this game has been number one on the eShop since it came out. It still is, I think. And uh, it's just really great to see that appreciation uh, even from people who've never played it before. And it's just like, think, Metroid is back. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. Because, baby. like, Obviously, it's critically lauded. The whole series has always been pretty critically lauded, but it's like it's like your Castlevanias, where it's like it's still a niche audience of buyers. And so when we're like, why isn't there just more and more and more of this stuff? It's because like we only sell like a million or you know two million copies kind of thing. So hopefully this you know gives them that little boost to keep doing more. Yep. Yeah. All right, and uh, that that's the pitch, and we'll move right along into the game. All right, lads, it's time for the game. And so we're bringing back another one of our classics, which is video game 20 questions with our GGG little tilt on it, which is to say it's quick fire on the first seven questions. Then we can stop, discuss, then, then go again for another seven, stop and discuss for a minute. And then finally, when we get to that final, final 21st question, then we can guess the game. So before we go any further... Just want to go over that, and you're all on the same team, so let's get amongst it. So I'm just going to go based on my screen, so it might not be based on the screen that you're seeing the capture on. So first to the to the table is going to actually be Doey. So what is your first question for this video game? Is the protagonist male, female, or alien? They've got to be yes or no questions. Oh, <laughs> ooh, practice round. Um, how would uh, I frame that one? Um. Mm. Does it have? Uh, does the character have breasts? Uh, this is a tricky one. I'm gonna say no. Like, okay. Traditionally, no. Huh. that's so confusing. <laughs> I'll say no then. Uh, this is, seems like that's a bit of, I'm not always an expert on the game. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jonah, is this an action game? Yes, I could. I, yeah, in the massive umbrella of action, yes. yes. Mateo. 
Is an exclu- Is it an exclusive? No. Okay. okay. Um, was this game developed by a Japanese development studio? No. Zoe, back to you. Is this game current gen or past? Oh, that's not that's no question. No. You can you can ask. You can just say it's a current gen. Current gen. Is it current gen? No. Okay. Uh, is this an RPG? No. Is it on PlayStation? Yes. Uh, that's seven questions. Got a minute. I'll just bring up my little clock to discuss. Starting so now. It's not Japanese. It's not an RPG. It's an action game. It is an action game. No not a female no protagonist. <laughs> yes. I feel like we don't have enough information to really even make any kind of guess. But we, we do know that it's not exclusive. It was not developed by a Japanese studio, so it's most likely a Western studio, so that might help. It's not current gen. Can narrow down the action. Um, maybe try to find a developer or a generation. And just as a this, the sidebar is, as I said, umbrella action. Yeah, Don't... yeah, we need to narrow that genre. Okay. Is by All saying right. not RPG, does that mean it's not an action RPG? <laughs> I mean, yes. I mean, it's like, is Diablo an, an RPG? Yeah. Yes, but yes. it's even upset. Okay. All right. Get back amongst it. Caden, um, it's who was you. Last it's Caden. Caden. Me. All right. Okay. Um, is this from the... Did this game release in the PS3, Xbox 360 gym? Mm-hmm. Yes, it did. Nice. Are there guns in the game? Yes, indeed. Is this a spooky game? No. Is there a climbing mechanic? Oh, I, I'm going to say no, but if, if it turns out I'm wrong, I'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. I'm going to say no. Shoot, um, <clears throat> guns. Would you say this is a open world game? Uh, man, that is I'm... a tricky one. Um, yeah. I would say no. Yeah, I mean, no, if it's not completely say... fully connected. Then yeah, yeah, no, no, it's no. not fully connected. No, so no. Yeah. Are there driving sections? Yes. Okay. Mm. That helps. Um, is is it Driving. like do you play as a set protagonist? No. Okay, so it's probably is, character creation. Is your character a criminal? <laughs> uh, I want to say something just, but but we'll say we'll say no. Uh, but you probably the, can um, become a criminal. Like, yeah, possibly, I guess. But no, no I'm, I'm just going to say blanket no, <laughs> unless you have different views about what the game is. <laughs> so that's another seven. Uh, we'll... 
we'll get amongst another minute. Hayden, it feels like yeah. you kind of have an idea as to what this is. I'm 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 kind of lost. Not solid, but we're narrowing in. So we know there's character creation, there's driving, and there's guns. It's probably a real-time action game, Western developed. PS3, Xbox 360 generation. Not an open world, so either open zones, connected, or just mission or level base. Is there any bells with anyone? Driving guns, character creation, Western. I, I keep going to like Grand Theft Auto, but it's that's like. Right. Okay. Yeah. Can, 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 I, can I just say something? I'll, I've got to give this hint away because it's it would be in the action category at the game awards doesn't mean you would right. think of it yeah, as an yeah. action game <laughs> so that doesn't yeah, help maybe like a, <laughs> oh, that makes it more money i see I, I keep i keep i keep bouncing over to like grand theft auto or like sleeping dogs or oh, saints man. row or yeah, sleeping dogs. okay can we just take out action and just Ooh, think red about action is a the... good call yeah i was thinking i was gonna ask yeah okay. i was gonna ask can, can i take out the action comment and yeah. you just think about guns and driving <laughs> guns and driving it's on all and... platforms We'll, we'll, we'll get amongst it. Oh, it's not not exclusive, is the thing. Right, right, right. right. God. Ready, Caden? No, it's... Uh, is it Caden? I'm more confused Dolly. than when I started. Um, I thought it rolled Mateo, back around to Mateo. Mateo asked, uh, yeah. did you ask the criminal question, Mateo? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's so back around to Caden. I don't know. Uh, my math is probably terrible, so I'm sorry to everyone no, you're good. watching. <laughs> um... Oh God, I can't think of a question. Um, would you say this game is set in modern day? Yes. That helps. Are there horses in the game? No. Hmm. Is there a character selection? In this game, uh, in 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 a sense, I would say oh God. yes. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> in it, oh, man. So there's probably oh. not character creation. You just gotta say yes so. or no, Stephen. You just gotta say I, yes I'll or no. say I'll say yes, and you can fight me on it if you if you reckon it's a no afterwards. <laughs> but yes, I'll say yes. Okay, got two more, Mateo. Are we still sitting on two? I thought it was out of questions. No. Um, damn. Um, tough. It's real tough. I don't know that I'd have anything. Are there mini games? Nice. Are there mini games? Uh, or game modes? There are modes. So I'll say modes is a yes. Mini games, no. <laughs> All right. We got a freebie there. We got a freebie. Modes. Modes. This is the last question. Guns. Okay. Commonly recurring um, numbers. Is what oh, I mean. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd like to definitely go over my 10 seconds allotment here. I'm just trying to think of a really good question. Um, does this game... Was this game... Um, does this game have... Uh, is the structure of this game like missions or levels? Uh, That's not a yes or no question. Is the structure of this game like discrete missions? <laughs> yes, 
I guess. Okay. I don't know why that's I, not I, like cutting I, dry. I, like, okay. the whole slant was not for <laughs> what you're asking. I'm yeah. thinking about something different. And that's yeah. the last one, was it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so, again, this is <laughs> hand... This was hand-picked to panda to Doey, all right? So, Doey okay. needs to use his... It, Caden's going to go over the what, what yeah. questions, and then, Doey, you got to think about a game that was pandered to you. Okay. You got your minute. Go. Here we go, Doey. It's not an exclusive. It came out on the PS3 and 360 generation. It uh, is not an RPG. It was developed by not a Japanese studio, so probably Western studio. There are guns in it. It's not open world. There's driving. There's character creation slash character selection. You don't play as a criminal. It takes place in modern day. There's no horses. <laughs> there's modes and there's missions slash levels maybe. Guns so that, that immediately level. made me think of like Borderlands, but he said not an RPG, so... Yeah, yeah. Doey's like, the chosen one, because I don't think any of the rest of us have nothing. I <laughs> have zero idea. Because I was going to say, like, Metal Gear mm -hmm. 4 or something. I was going to Yeah, but that's oh, not character or like collection. Mass Effect or, like, uh, uh, something like that. <laughs> I was going to say, at Metal Gear 4, you get a partial credit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> And I'll tell you why, obviously, once you guess. Oh, so. God, I think I know what it is. But it's because Steve kind of gave it away. That's You gotta guess. Dead. Time's up. Dead space. <laughs> I didn't even want to hear my guess. Is it, all right, let's hear Caden's <laughs> guess first. modern day. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Is that modern? <laughs> oh, God. Is, is it a Metal Gear? Like Metal Gear Portal? It is not. And Caden's internet is okay, dying no, no. because of that terrible answer. You guys, like, I should have, maybe I should have prefaced it, but you, you got to remember, I'm going to pander to the audience. Uh, yeah. It was Battlefield 4. Oh! Yeah, I, I never would have gotten that. Never would have gotten that. Oh! <laughs> that was a good one. Wait, when you asked driving and I'm like, shooting, driving, stop thinking about action. You kept on thinking about action. It's like, oh, it's got to be like DMC or something like that. Like, you know, no. I I think that that action question we felt it the entire way through. <laughs> just yeah, threw all all it reverberated. It, That's why I'm like, at, at the Game Awards, they put it in the action category because they don't have an yeah. FPS category. It's so not a game that I would have expected you to pick for like this kind of game. So I, first person shooters were so far off. And, and you kept on asking me about the single player. I'm like, I have no idea. I know the multiplayer side of right. Battlefield 4. Oh, like, the single, wow, a lot of people talk crap about the single player on, on Battlefield wow. 4. That has a super fun single player game. But yeah, um, climbing mechanics, I don't know. I'm guessing there's probably a mantle. There's not. It was no, before mantling was a big thing. Mantling, Brink, Brink, mantling hadn't, came, Brink uh, hadn't come out yet. Brink uh, was the Brink. Oh my mantling god! Mantling came uh, in Brink five. Just over and right, Battlefield Five was when mantling came in because I don't think they had it in Battlefield I like... One. I thought Battlefield One did, but I don't What's put mantling? a lot of time into Battlefield. You know, like where climbing you up climbing over ledges and stuff. Oh, you could definitely do that, Battlefield Five. Damn, well, that yeah. wouldn't have helped you at all if I had said yes yeah. to climbing. No, it wouldn't. <laughs> um, if you had said, can I go up 
massive skyscrapers and blow them up. But yeah, yeah you can yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah. Oh. No, that was a that was a great fix, Steve. It it feels good when you stump someone on something obvious on too many questions. Like if you're thinking of like an apple and no one can figure out apple you know like yeah that was, that was pretty good we is just, it a we cereal just... it's like uh, yeah well if you want we, it to make it all the you can put it in milk that we learned yeah. <laughs> so just, uh, the key for next time is we just we totally botch narrowing down the genre so let's, let's yeah keep, keep that a vibe for next time but yeah cool well, thanks uh for preparing the game uh steven it's always a pleasure my favorite part of the show and with oh, that, uh, yeah, congratulations, everybody. You can pat yourselves on the back. We made it to the end of the show. Yeah. So we'll just go around real quick and have our uh, final thoughts, or you can say anything that's on your mind, plug anything you want to plug. Um, I'll just pass it off to Jonah real quick, just in case he has any um, housekeeping going on. I don't, nothing I know of, but. Um, I know that uh, I kind of brought it up in the last episode, but we had technical issues going out. So that last day of the sale got missed, but I believe through the 23rd oh, yeah. or it's either the 23rd through the 28th or the 25th through the 28th on Redbubble, they're uh, having an anniversary sale. So if you'd like to get 20% off some GGD merch, everything on the GGD Redbubble store is 20% off during those dates. Um, there's that. We're not necessarily looking for more money. I just, really like seeing people wearing our awesome logo that was designed by hunter pearson um it's uh, a little early uh in the year for this announcement but um i know my myself will be going up to pax west um in Very cool. september august whenever pax west uh happens and so we'll be doing um a, a get together and i know there's going to be Quite a few people from the community going out there, and we're all going to meet up at PAX West and play some games, hang out, and all that jazz. Um, I know there's a lot of people in the community itching for another game club. Um, we are working on trying to get that scheduled so we can start doing game clubs again. I know a lot of people in the community really, really want it, so we are working to... To get some games starting up, I think we might do one for RE4 when uh, Resident Evil comes yeah, out. So everybody's gonna be playing it. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. So I, I believe that might be the next one. We might be able to get a smaller game in right before that, but I'm, I'm pretty sure we will be doing an RE4 game club when it does release. Cool, cool, cool. Thank you, Jenna. And as our uh, guest, Dewey, final thoughts? Anything that's on your mind or anything you'd like to plug? Um, no, I really want to thank you guys for having me here. Yeah, I really dude. Appreciate, yeah, dude. Uh, yeah. The great game debate culture, this little family <laughs> you've got growing here. Your your uh, Discord seems to be just live and active, and I got to give you guys your props and your flowers. You guys are doing your thing over here. Like, I'd I'd love to be a part of the future uh, um, episodes and stuff. Thank you oh, yeah. for having me here. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Seems like we got a lot of uh, return debate ideas for you. So yeah, yeah, it'll yeah. Probably happen. <laughs> <laughs> for sure, for sure. Come on yeah, over to mutual, the One Up Discord anytime. Chat with us. I'll do the same. I'll be on here now, and uh, come yeah. over to the YouTube page and check us out. And give us a shot. If our content's for you, you know, um, you know, it's good. And if it isn't, it's okay too. You know. <laughs> Leave your angry reviews and... about Nas on there. 
<laughs> so, uh, Mateo, it's your first final thoughts as a full and recurring member of the Great Game Debate Podcast. What do you got? Uh, all I can think about right now is that I'm going to get off this this uh, recording here. I'm going to make some food, and I'm going to go and watch that new Last of Us episode because that Ooh, show is just living oh, in my I forgot brain that that was right coming up today. Let's go. Hell yeah. Yeah, I... I, I, okay. I need I need to see I, I know where it's going, but they're twisting the show up just enough. Like I can't recommend yeah. that show enough. If you haven't gotten on that, I would be so surprised mm-hmm. if you found this podcast. If you haven't started watching the show yet, <laughs> but yeah. just on the off chance, go check it out. Well, that, that's all I got to plug. I don't got anything Thanks. else. Yeah, Last of oh, yeah. Us. Let's go, <laughs> Stephen. Final thoughts. Um, just for any of my the American viewers, if if you're a bit worried about paying the forty US dollars for Metro Prime Remastered, head over to um, Walmart. They currently got. 11 cents off for Metro Prime. Oh, mm. Save, Save that. Save that. That's cents and, and <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I've been your host, uh, Katie Berth and Lee. My final thoughts are, dang, just shout out to this show I've been watching on uh, Netflix uh, called uh, Kingdom. It's like a Korean, like feudal Korea zombie show. And it, it's kind of different because the culture is so different. And most zombie shows or games take place, like, you know, in the aftermath of, like, you know, when the the pandemic hits and then spreads. But this show takes place, like, as, like, you follow it from, like, patient zero and as the characters are trying to understand what's going on and, like, stop it before it spreads. And it's just really good. Uh, Let's finish season one and two. And it's it's awesome. Check it out. But, yeah. Yeah. I've done two episodes of it and it is phenomenal. It is so good. Let's go. Let's go. Um, But yeah, uh, great game to be a podcast. Thanks, everyone. Happy gaming. Bye. Bye. As always, a big thank you to our friend Miss Riven for the music in our podcast. If you like what you hear and you want to check out more of what they have, you can pay them a visit on Twitter at capital M I S T capital R I V E N seven one nine or on Bandcamp at Miss Riven. Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time.